More bears. I think I can make that happen. Bear, please stop! Please refrain from shooting lasers onto the field. A little bit cheeky with it. Tis the season. Evan, it is my favorite part of the year today. Monday, November 6th, the start of college basketball season. Sports are finally starting this year, Matt. Sports it's been, are finally It's starting. been 11 months. We have gone so long without sports of any collegiate kind mm-hmm. for the summer and all of the fall, but we are back. Baylor basketball kicks off or tips off. I don't know what kicking off is. What sport mm. would use their foot? <laughs> Not familiar with it. <laughs> <clears throat> tips off Tuesday, 8 p.m. in South Dakota. Against another basketball school. Against another basketball school. <laughs> the Auburn Warhawk Eagle Tigers. Auburn. And because of that, we invited uh, a fellow slander you participant host i don't know what you guys call yourself we almost got a quorum in this bitch frankly i don't care i'll be Mm -hmm. honest with you but a a person so famous on the internet he has to be incognito he has to go with an alias pablo esco Mm -hmm. burner at this point Mm -hmm. i believe from auburn fame pablo welcome to between what's up bros long time listener this is this is amazing (laughs) on this side about that we're sorry about that. We, What's been your favorite joke Matt said out of oh the last boy. two years? Oh, God. No pressure. There's yeah, like right? six. This is not how my brain works at all. So, <laughs> yeah, Evan. Okay. So, Evan is. The I don't guy forget anything ever. Things. They we call me the memory card. Times. Yeah. Yeah. Evan remembers the things I. I, I have to. I I'm weird. I have to have like memories unlocked by something. Mm. Well, like nothing ever just pops in the top of my head and it's like very often like evan will say something or a little jingle and i'll be like oh yeah and then it's like stuck in my head and it's like he he refreshed a song 15 <laughs> minutes ago that i hadn't thought about in a year yeah mm-hmm. it, it was insane um pablo we wanted to bring you on to get a sense of what this auburn team i i feel like i have a kindred like the baylor program the auburn program for sure national championship aside um <laughs> Folks, our kindred we got robbed of one so we can count it there you mm. go that's fair now because then that puts texas tech on the same pedestal as you and i don't want to but they didn't get robbed of it we did yeah they just lost it they just, they just lost their ass that's true not yeah, everyone's built for that true. moment you know they truly are not. There was a, a graphic put up, I think, by one of the, oddly enough, one of the Texas Tech The gambling gauchos. That she, yeah, that showed, uh, was it the gambling gauchos? Our co-workers. Perfect. I think it was our co-workers. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, that showed the, the biggest game in school history from all the Big 12 teams. <laughs> oh, that and was like, funny. UC, I saw that today. UCF's was like some random win from 2010. Just just a regular <laughs> season win. I digress. Thanks. That- Texas on that same graphic, Texas biggest win was a Texas Tech regular season win. Exactly. It was just Yeah, it was great. <laughs> that was fantastic. I like I was saying, I, I feel like these programs are are kindred spirits in a way, but we wanted to bring you on, get your take on what this season looks like for the Tigers, what to expect early on from them, and then eventually we'll touch on the game on Tuesday. Cool, man. Yeah, um it's there's a lot of excitement coming into this season because we've, as you well know, being adjacent to, you know, being exposed to these things and just being basketball fans in general, 
the guard play at Auburn the last two years hasn't been what we would really hope for, especially considering some of the stars that have come through the program in that time frame. It's so it's been weird. We've got, you know, we've had to really hit the portal, hit a weird little lapse, you know, with Sharif leaving early and that whole thing. And it just never could get the stars to align. And now we've got a McDonald's all American five-star point guard, you know, that's coming in uh, Trey Donaldson, the returning, he was a freshman last year, but returning and he's looked apart so far with so, his development and just getting back to like run and gun and fun again for, with guards. It you're used to SEC football SAC. program. You're <laughs> used to like multiple five stars being in the conversation for them, landing a couple of right. them. This this isn't new to you. Basketball over the last three years. Baylor is now in the conversation for five mm-hmm. stars every single recruiting cycle. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, my bad. I shouldn't have been so critical. This is really fun. Like, it is maybe, cool. Yeah. Maybe I didn't like recruiting as much because uh, we just never did it. Well. We stunk at it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing. Like, a lot of people, and that just shows you how memories work. I mean, everybody knows Auburn's not a historically great basketball program. Blue blood aside, blue blood status aside, <laughs> but um, but no, I mean, like all of this is still, you know, this is going to be year ten for Bruce, which seems crazy because I mean, it just shows you how long it takes to get something off the ground for real, especially oh, at a place like brother. Auburn. Yeah, we right? know, like, right? So it's like, especially like we were, we've always, or I won't say always, but for a long time, we're like just very clearly one of the two or three worst programs in the SEC, and um. We've, we're just now, I mean, it's still in its infancy of like being able to recruit really well and be in the conversation for like all these top flight five stars year in and year out. Like that's really only going on about year three or four. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy. Just just some actually some live news uh, that we are getting. Another team that pulls in a lot of five stars, um, the number one LSU Tigers uh, on the women's side, hmm. uh, you know, just a standard game to start the season yeah. against Colorado losing 90 to 75 with 38 seconds beat. left. She's There's about to no start putting the high school JV crazy. teams on the schedule again. Look, yep. I, I bring it up to read maybe the best tweet I've ever seen on twitter.com. She looks like a version of Miss Frizzle that is annoyed <laughs> by the new low income housing being built Jeez. in her school. Zone. <laughs> Just, if Miss Frizzle ran for the PTA in another school district, right on the nose, just right on the nose. All right, so you're bringing in some five star freshmen. Tell, yeah, tell so we've got star freshman. Uh, he's really good, Aiden Holloway. Um, he's he's played at um, prep. You know, he's prep school kid. Played at all the AAU circuits, the you know the Nike EYBL circuit, and just looked apart. You know, I mean, he's been one of the best players at every one of those events. You know, and all the recruiting guys and whatnot. You know, so. He's pretty locked in, very talented shooter, small, small guy. I mean, y'all, y'all are accustomed to that same kind of guy, right? Like mm-hmm. I feel like Bruce Pearl and Scott Drew love the same kind of point guard. Um, so, you know, he's, we don't know how he's going to hold up defensively yet, which will be an adjustment because Bruce has always had a really, really good defensive point guard most, most of the time. But um, yeah, he's a very talented kid and it's just going to be fun having that, that pace and space. Cause really mainly the space that we've not had the last two years, like, I mean, Wendell, he, he could go a little bit, but it's just a different caliber of player, you know, starting, especially at this at this point in time. I, I got to call timeout real quick because Wendell, if I'm thinking of the, the, the correct player, whether he's playing well or not, 
one of the most entertaining players on the basketball court at any point in time. Just you never know what's going to happen from a pure entertainment standpoint. It, it seems like chaos, usually good, but it seems like chaos. And it, it's just entertaining to me. So I just had to um, mention that. Are you referring to Wendell or KD Johnson? I'm sorry, KD Johnson. When, <laughs> yes. I, I, okay. As soon as you said chaos, I was like, okay, we're on. Yeah, I know who you're talking about now. When when, when Jabari Smith was there, yeah. In my mind, Wendell and KD Johnson were merged oh. into one entity, right? Yeah, the, basically. The guard support. A black hole vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Broom. Brome. Broom, Johnny. Yeah. Broom. Janai. Janai Broom. That is a dope name. You were 0 yeah, for that. 2. Eh, well, you know, what can you do? Uh, it's Johnny better Brown. than 0 for 8, which LJ Cryer was tonight in mm. their opener. <clears throat> Liar, Jire, Cryer. Liar, Jire, Cryer. I thought he had abs now. He does have abs. Well. You know, what can you say? Tell tell us about, uh, tell us about Brome. God damn it. Uh, he's uh, definitely on a lot of All-American, you know, preseason lists. Just All real, SEC not last a, year. Yeah, all SECs, preseason all SEC. It just came out, the coaches and whatnot um, in the media. So, I mean, he's very talented kid. Not the most athletic guy, but very skilled, very fundamental. Will remind you of kind of like a poor man's Tim Duncan out there. And he's actually he's actually extended his game a little bit to where he's – toward the end of last season was starting to shoot a little bit more because we lack so much in space, especially from the guards – like our shooting guard averaged like two points a game, like at a school like this that actually does perform Yikes. like pretty well, which is insane. Um, so they had him start stepping out a little bit, you know, to create some space. And yeah, that's that's been a big part of his offseason development. You know, he's a very flat footed, you know, set shooter, six ten lefty, but he can he's getting to where he can hit them at a pretty good clip. One of my all-time favorite things to witness is the evolution of an inside-the-arc player to being able to shoot. Yeah. Like Jonathan Chalmajachua. He came out, started stroking threes last season. Was one of the most exciting things Folks. we saw. Yeah, so it's a big thing. Like, he, he, he picked that up toward the end of last year going into, like, the SEC tournament and then hit some in the NCAA tournament. And then that's been a big focus. And, you know, all the very sunshine pumping you know practice reports and stuff from the summer was that he was really working developing his outside shot and in the scrimmage they had the other day i think he went you know two for four or whatever it was so i mean he's definitely going to be stepping out there and taking some and hopefully hitting them as well but very very good player i mean he's going to be almost a double double every single night you know he'll definitely lead the team in rebounds assuming he's healthy he had a little bit of a weird shoulder injury and he re-banged that up apparently in that scrimmage but Bruce came out today and said he he expects him to go tomorrow, so that'll be a big plus if he's healthy. The preseason exhibitions are always an adventure. What were your takeaways from the? How did you guys embarrass yourselves? Did Auburn embarrass themselves? Did they blow out somebody that shouldn't have? Blown yeah, out? we we blew out. Yeah, we played. I don't even remember who it was the first one, but they scored like one hundred and twelve to sixty or whatever it was, and then other night won by about 40 as well so they scored over 100 in both of those which is you're playing bad teams you should beat them bad but like they haven't scored over 100 in exhibition literally in 10 years so like that in and of itself is exciting as far as like getting back to being able to just run and have the pace to do that so just just like spring ball in football it's completely results oriented your exhibitions mean everything because you guys won by 40 or 100 percent 
And if yep. you had lost, they, you know, hey, it's just an exhibition. No, it's just an exhibition. That's the way you have to do it. So, yeah, that's really all I was looking for was the offensive output. I don't even care what the score was going to be. I just wanted it to let me know they're getting up the court and they're putting shots up. And if you score over 100, you're doing that. I love it. I love it. Baylor, Auburn, Tuesday night, 8 p.m. ESPN? ESPN. Yeah. Or the yep. big Tuesday game, folks. It is. Yep. ESPN. ESPN. Last in year, South Dakota, Baylor, Baylor favored currently. Sanford Pentagon, which is a mm-hmm. weird thing to say. Last year, Baylor did play Gonzaga uh, and won a very weird defensive game, sixty-four, sixty-three, <laughs> and uh, that was that was a lot of fun. So, what do you know? What questions do you have about Baylor? What do you need to make an accurate prediction about this? Game? So. And don't worry, I'll answer it. I know the answer. And, and so, you already know the answer. Yeah, fire away, fire away. Um, how how are your perimeter defenders this season? Better. Well, Our worst one is playing in Houston now. So okay, I knew that was part of the equation. We've trimmed the fat. Ideally, way better. I think. I think there might be a little growing period because some of the pieces of that are freshmen again. But like. They're physically ready. I don't have any concerns about them not being physically ready uh, for for D one basketball. So Jacoby Walter should be great. Ray J. Dennis. Yeah, Jacoby. Ray J. Dennis is the transfer from Toledo. He will be interesting on defense. I'm I'm not sure. Jaden Nunn. Who We're looking to get some the... penetration with Ray J. A little bit. He's got. He's put some good stuff on tape. Please don't laugh. Uh, I'm, I, could, I, I tried. I couldn't you. help it. Oh, God, you're just gonna reinforce it. <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> Jaden Nunn, the under the radar transfer from VCU. I think he will get a lot of minutes and play really well defensively. So you have these pieces, and plus a healthy Jonathan Chamochachua, uh, a freshman center who's grown up a little bit. I think they'll be able to switch a little bit more. I think we start getting back to seeing the Baylor defense that we saw a couple years ago, three years ago. And that's uh, that's kind of what that. I'm looking for. Maybe not that, um, lead, but close. I mean, we've got we've got the young guys, and we got a couple big portal you know, portal lands that should really fill the holes and like fix a lot of what's been the main issue the last two years. I mean, obviously, like I said, we've got Aiden, we've got the point guard coming back, but the one a lot of people are excited for because our shooting guard production was so bad last year, unless KD was really hot, um, which was, like you said, you know, it's just chaos. You never know what you're going to get with him last year. He did finish the year really strong, though, after the West Virginia game. But, but, um, yeah, so Denver Jones, the transfer from FIU coming in, you know, one of the top like guard guys at a lot of the, a lot of the rankings and whatnot. He's he's every bit at the part, you know, so far. Just like really fundamental shooter, three level scorer, like on the wing. So it's going to be nice to see those guys what that chemistry is going to be like against a legitimate, good basketball team, you know, that has solid perimeter defenders. Pablito, pobrecito. Ken Palm has this as a 72-71 Baylor win. Do you sure. agree with the computers or you do you disagree uh, with the computers? It's there's such a it's such an unknown because like I said, none of us have seen this really except wow. the exhibition they played the other night. So I don't Edgy. know I don't know what this is going to look like against an actual good basketball team, but one thing we did do while they haven't put a lot of time together in, in terms of chemistry because a lot of guys are new with the turnover they did get older and more experienced with their portal edition. So I'm hoping that maybe that first game 
they can get the experience edge on some of the younger guys when you also have some chemistry that you that you haven't really established yet. Will you stand up and make Auburn a prediction? Wins. Sorry, I, I realized I forgot What's where I was going. What's Auburn the score? If 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 healthy, because I don't know if Aiden's going to be one hundred percent playing, that that might change things. But assuming they're healthy, I'll say seventy-eight, seventy-four, Auburn. Now, oh, Evan, you have fifteen seconds for a question, and then we're out of here. Pablo. Has Bruce Pearl made any statements recently that you would like to back up or perhaps part ways with? Yeah, did y'all take oh, let's see. to Israel this year? That was last year. More was bears. Last year, I think I can make that happen. All right. That question, Pablo. Where can they find you? Please refrain from shooting lasers onto the field. At Pablo Escaburner on Twitter, bros. Um, Pablo, obviously slander you, me and Evan, just try to keep those other guys in check a lot. Um, serious question, Pablo, before we start recording. Any Skyrim tips for me? Any oh, any words of wisdom you'd like Can to pass along? Again, but you know, my Skyrim, Matt, you don't, you don't know this, Matt, but my Skyrim character is literally Pablo's gamer tag. I tried I to type, I tried to type my mom's hilarious. name, so I typed in P for Pam, and it auto-preloaded Pablo's Call of Duty gamer tag, so that's what my character's <laughs> name is. That's so funny. Like numbers uh, Daedric, and all. Just Daedric armor everything and then just upgrade yeah. all the magic, dude. And See, just that's like, the oh thing, God. man. Nerds, go away. I'm, 